Hey guys, thanks to Blinkist for supporting Entry Level. Fit more listening and reading into your life with key takeaways from the best nonfiction books. Get a free seven-day trial at Blinkist.com slash Brooks. Ooh, yeah, uh-huh, listen up, yeah, I can see you're new to this, you ain't got no job, you ain't got no experience, you're entry level, you ain't got no qualifications, baby, you're entry level. Your entry level, your entry level, baby. Your entry level. Ooh, yeah. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Entry Level. Uh, no Nick Turner, no Gabrielle, no Mike Burns. I'm here instead with Nate Simmons and Bob Palos. Hello, Bobby. How are you? Okay, what up? Uh, I'm, I'm nothing. You, you know exactly what's up. We've been hanging out. You guys are in town from New York. We met. A long time ago in Chicago, we were, I, I was 21. Nate, you would have been how old? I think I was 19 or 20 Bob, at that point. Bob, you're I was about the same age, 21. Yeah, okay. And we used to... These are, uh, I'll put links to these dudes' uh, Twitters. and You guys have to have your own episodes eventually. But we used to sneak into Nate's parents' house apartment that they had kicked you out of. <laughs> But we yeah, that's still... a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's, that's a that's, uh, dense cake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go chew on that for a minute. Well, they they, uh, they bought him a condo to, to go to school, and then he dropped out of school <laughs> and started doing comedy. And they kicked him out of the condo, but he didn't sell the condo. Yeah, so we would have to, like, lie our way in. And then, uh, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, it was no a... way to misrepresent myself now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hi, guys. That's no, out there. I'm just saying, you, when, I, when I come to New York, to do my show at Littlefield on May 30th, get tickets, please. The uh, link is in the episode description. Uh, May 30th, Littlefield's. Um, I'm going to take my podcasting equipment. I'm going to interview a bunch of New Yorkers. Nate, Bob, you'll have to be on your own episodes. Um, and they're very funny guys. Check them out. I enjoy them. Uh, and we're just hanging out. So I was like, let's do today's uh, and opening. By the way, did you guys hear the episode with Leonardo DiCaprio? I, know you guys- I heard about it, and I, I just think it's upsetting that some people are just that unprofessional. And Exactly. He left. Bob, did you hear? So Leonardo DiCaprio came into my apartment. He was like right over there. And um, me and Nick Turner were in the middle of something, and he got mad, and he stormed out. I heard he's like that. Well, he's normally not. We're good friends. Guys, he was literally scheduled. I'm not joking. He was scheduled to be on this week's episode, but he ugh, he had last-second cancels. So we got DJ Doug Pound, who was fantastic. Um, but, but, you know, none of that's that important. What's important is the listener mail. Which I appreciate. You guys are you guys are coming with uh, really delightful listener mail right now. Um, entry level with Brooks Mealan at gmail.com. If you have any terrible stories, let's get to this week's. It's from Nora Farrell, and um, I forget if she said don't include my name or not. So <laughs> uh, it's in there. Um, we've had some nice summertime drinks. Yeah, we've been having some good spritzers on your front lawn. So it's a little bit of a stoop uh, transitional kind of uh, area but yeah it's a, it's been a good time. situation okay but yeah, okay i know that bob and nate you guys are both huge entry-level fans never miss an episode no to the state right i've i've ruined relationships over your podcast I, exactly and bob have you ever missed one i uh, ne- never missed a single episode and you listened to him a couple times you told me 
Yeah, sometimes I'll listen to them three just to get like sometimes a third listen you get more out of it. You know? That's what I'm saying, listeners. Listen, give it a couple listens. It doesn't hurt. Okay, so this uh, this listener mail, which you guys obviously know, uh, comes from uh, Nora, uh, and it's it's a solid. You guys are gonna enjoy this, and you can un- you can stop me at any time you want as co-hosts uh, and uh, dive deep into this week's uh, listener mail. Okay, so. Hey, Brooks. My first job uh, in high school was at Santa's Grotto Place as one of the elves. Is this like a, an adults-only kind of? It sounds a little nefarious, like a little... No, nope. This, she, this is a straight shooter. She's an elf at a place where people go to get photos with Santa. Um, also, this is in Ireland. Heads why, up. Why does Santa have a grotto? It's cold in the North Pole. Because this is in Ireland, and they're weird there. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe in Ireland, it's not Santa's like wood shop. It's Santa's grotto. <laughs> Santa's grotto. Like, they, all so right. What defines a what defines a grotto? Yeah. What is a grotto to you, Nate? I I think of like the the classic. I think in popular culture is the Playboy grotto. See, and that's why that you had a dirty mind. No, I'm conditioned this way. All you right. You have a dirty mind. I think of the Dickieville grotto. It's in Wisconsin. It's a wonderful grotto dedicated to. Uh, Christianity and it's nice. It's where my brother and his wife used to live. So I think of grottos as a uh, as a thing where you go to worship Jesus with stained glass put on cement. Okay, Bob, what's a grotto? It's uh, Spanish. Spanish for what? <laughs> for a, for a great. Spanish for great. Spanish for great? Does grotto mean great? Yeah, you know it's a grado. Uh, so wait, so it's what do you mean it's a grado? I, I made all that up. Oh, um, geez, Louise, Bob, you are Hispanic, and you don't even... What are you doing? It's uh, a grotto. I always thought, isn't that where, like, hookers hang out with, with bunny hats okay, on? Okay, guys, this is what I'm saying. Grottos, to me, can mean anything. They just mean, like, nicely, like, like overly saturated fun places to hang out. I think it has to do with water. Nope. Not it to doesn't? me. No. And we're not looking it up either. Listeners are getting, <laughs> listeners are getting angry. They're already they're already clicking that fast forward. 15. Hey, you know what? If, if I'm wrong, I'm glad to be humble. Okay, we're gonna move on. We're gonna keep going. Uh, so my first job in high school was at Santa's Grotto place as one of the elves, run by a family, and uh, and all of us who weren't family members would talk some amount of shit about them, and sneak on breaks to quote unquote get merry and smoke. I like that. I like I that. I like term. that. Keeping with uh, using the the job as like the theme for being bad. Fantastic. Did you yeah. guys, Bob and Nate? This is a running theme on entry level. Uh, when you had jobs and you would go smoke weed, did you have codes for it? Ever? Or were you just like, we're gonna go get high? It was usually more. I got some weed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of secrets. No, no, not these jobs. I mean. You don't have to have a lot of secrets when you're a Segway tour captain. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's out there. They you're know. a Segway tour captain? Where? Uh, three different places oh over uh, seven years. Yeah, it's been a, you know, a, like, lo- where, a long career. Where I was a free in, agent for a while. And where, came in back the, to the game. where in the continental United States? Well, this was the, uh, the, the gateway to the West, Chicago, Illinois. Okay. And uh, that job interv- uh, it ended very uh, abruptly when I fell off my Segway, <laughs> and it continued by itself into Monroe Street and hit a, a Buick Saber, <laughs> and I tore my meniscus. And that's uh, that's uh, you know, hey, that's just a little teaser for my episode. Sure, a hundred percent. So <laughs> when you fell off it, it seems like you were like a professional Segway person. How are you falling off at this point? It was road construction. 
There was a giant divot that I just didn't see. Never your so, fault. Never your fault. No, it, it fell into a lack of awareness. Okay. But it was a, it was a uh, an obstacle that I did not see. Okay. Because I was leading a tour and talking. Because you're a tour captain. Yeah, I got cut off mid sentence and just whoop. Okay, understandably, Bob. Where's the where, what job have you had that you smoked the most weed at? Uh, that's usually like every job. <laughs> You know, okay. like, I don't... Let's pick one. Okay. Let's uh, just go nuts and pick one. Uh, well, I was working at this restaurant once, and... Uh, Name it. Name names. All of them. Um, <laughs> uh, pretty much pretty much every job, you know? Okay. It, I picked dumb jobs, and then in order for me to enjoy it, I need to make a challenge, mm -hmm. and yeah. then just... You have to make cooking hard. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. I get it. So, but you never had any like nicknames for weed at all. You were always just like, "I'm gonna go smoke weed in the back." Yeah, you know, mostly I didn't tell any, anybody else because I don't want them to smoke my weed. <laughs> so you're stingy. So too. I slip out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exciting. Now, I mean, I'd be like, I usually it's me asking people if they have weed. So I'm just like, "You got that pen?" <laughs> so you're stealing weed and not sharing is what you're telling us. Well, you know, I'm also a bartender, so like. <laughs> If okay. I, I if I can give them the shot, you right. know, yeah. I, I can I can mm -hmm. smoke their okay, weed. Okay, so you, know? you are bartering. You're yeah. bartering. With okay, things that don't belong to you. Yeah, you're just using your employer's inventory to get high. Yeah, in a, in some kind of trade. And see, listeners, these that. these are why us, we gravitated towards each other when we were 20, 21 in Chicago, Illinois, doing Edge Comedy Army. Club, Chicago, Illinois. Love it. Uh, okay. We're now closed. We're, yeah, who, who could have guessed they put <laughs> us up? Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're going to move forward with this story. Um, okay, so uh, Nora continues, We had a few retired guys who were Santa and would rotate. Some were better than others. One guy was so good, we spoke multiple languages. There's a large Polish community in Ireland, and he would speak to the Polish kids in Polish, making them feel so special. That's great. This guy sounds like a fantastic Santa. He's, ro he's rolling in. He's seeing what you want to hear. He's giving it back to you. It's a great Santa Claus. Okay. She, she continues. This place was run so poorly and clearly avoiding taxes by only taking cash from customers, paying all employees in cash, avoiding minimum wage laws by saying we were all trainees because the season didn't last longer than three months. Also, we worked 12-hour days with no break. This is all illegal. Yeah, oh yeah. But we but I don't know Ireland laws. Do you think Santa Claus abides by the rules? You're true. You're correct. Yeah. Santa <laughs> well, yeah, you signed the paper. Well, you're he a fucking idiot. He makes toys for the whole world. That is it full that's a non-stop. We got to keep it going. Yeah. You're right. His suit is red for stop your labor practices. <laughs> Exactly. Great job, Nate. Uh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Dealing with... Uh, okay. Also, she goes, dealing with hell hellish mothers who were convinced their spawn of Satan was special for 12 hours a day was a real treat, let me tell you. I like this. Nora, great, great uh, creative writing. She's coming coming along with a personality. It's There's fun. a pros here. I like it. It's exciting. Okay. She goes, anyway, the great Santa I mentioned was having a rough one. Uh, rough one-on-one -on -one particular day. Lots of difficult families all at once and no break for about six hours at this stage and it wasn't even halfway through. Can you imagine that though? Like, like you're Santa, child after child after child and to them, you are fucking Santa Claus. Yeah, man. I can only be an uncle for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like this is, like you can't have an off child. You're going to ruin their childhood. You got to be on. 
I don't know. And they're in Ireland. It sounds like a rough childhood. It's just cold and <laughs> so you, it's cold and rough there. So basically, like, your defense is it's Ireland. Everyone's childhood is rough. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. So um, we uh, we were with one family. Santa had a snotty crying baby on his lap, and the mother kept telling him to to make the baby stop crying. So the mother kept telling Santa Claus, "Make my baby stop crying." Um, he decides he's had enough. Stands up. Hands the baby back and says, nah, fuck this, I'm done. In front of a group of horrified children and parents. Santa then uh, left, dressed to the nines, out of the strip mall, into the streets, horrifying children all the way. It's a wonderful time of the year. Uh, And then Nora ends it with, of course, I worked another three years. Uh, Thanks again, Nora. Nora, fantastic listener, male. You made us laugh. Good boom at the end. I yeah. love, I, yeah, love that's a good... I like watching a person break at work. Yeah. Like just when they've had enough and just like seeing that kind of like free. Oh, boom. man. I watched, I, I watched my boss break at work once. When Ooh, I was, what happened? I was 15 working at a, a gyro stand and uh, we closed up at 10 o'clock. And one time he just like locked the door and he sat down and it was just me and another 15 year old. And he just goes, day in, day out. <laughs> <laughs> and we just like watched him just like stare off into nothing. We're like, hey man, you know, you can take a day off or something. Like, just, what happened? Uh, eventually, he just you know, he just complained, and then he got in his car, and we all went home. Day in, <laughs> day out. He's like, I'm, every day I'm doing this. Oh, that's just like a soft like crack showing on the windshield. Like yeah, that yeah, starts. Yeah. That, that's gonna spider out, and yeah, that's, that's someone being hurt. So that's like a semi truck in front of you sending a little rock at your car, and you're <laughs> yeah, like, well, that won't develop ch- into anything. No, that's not yeah. gonna. Spider. I'm not gonna need a new windshield. Well, you know, when, you know, I've gone into that gyro stand since then. He still owns it. And I, <laughs> Do you ever go day in, day, day out? out. I, actually, I've only seen him once, so I think maybe... Maybe it's not day in, day out every day. Eventually, you know, you just got to stop showing... You own the place. I mean, at some <laughs> point, that guy had to be on a boat and, yeah. like, just, like, fighting, having a good time. What do you mean, like, fighting, having a... Like, yeah, he's like upset just, that he's going to have fun on the boat? Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, just, like, that and kind then of guy. And like, then there's it, like, a, a kernel of just, like, miserable day in, day out. Like, put that guy on a boat, see him, like, try to fight And then, it. yeah, and then you, you get some, like, Baja man that, like, creeps in his ear. He's like, you know what? Let's let the dogs out. <laughs> let's, let's have fun. Let's have uh, fun yeah, today. I hear a barking. There's a yeah. jingling of a collar. I like it. Okay. Um, all right. Well, well listeners, uh, I, I, wanna, I can't stress enough. Come to my New York show uh, May 30th. Get tickets now. It's going to sell at Littlefield. Uh, and check out Bob and Nate. I'll put links to their comedy in the episode description. You guys are gonna have your own episodes. Wonderful friends. We'll have a lot of stories of uh, us yep. in Chicago as idiots. Well, it's been great to see you. No, it's super it's been fun. Fun to uh, come out. But uh, I'm, I'm just trying. Like me and Bob would sit in my um, Dodge Avenger and listen to Pearl Jam all of the time. We're the last fans <laughs> of the. <laughs> we would just love them. And then Nate uh, was always just like, "I'm late." <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you can't change. Well, you can change either way. Let's <laughs> not end on a positive note. You're very funny comedians. They both live <laughs> in New York City right now. I'm so stoked that they're in town. Um, and this week, uh, enjoy this episode with DJ Doug Pound. You guys know Doug, right? Doug Pound's great work. Dude, Doug Pound's dope. He's he's amazing. He's a great comic. He made um, he's the editor and like was hugely influential in the Tim and Eric series and all that stuff. And also just an all around really fun, nice guy. He rode his bike over, and he's a delight. Uh, enjoy this week's episode. Check out Nate Simmons. Check out Bob Palos, and have a great week. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Entry Level. I'm here with DJ Doug Pound. 
Hello, Brooks. Hello. This is called Entry Level. Entry Level. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. What the, how do you not know that? You're a big fan. <laughs> you you were just, well, before we started, you were like, I listen to every episode three times. I have this Chinese phone, and oh, the okay. characters come up in Chinese. Okay. And I just see your face on the icon. Oh, okay. I get it. And I just hit play. You know? I understand. That's yeah. why that's why, yeah, this is big in China. It's cheaper. This is a big Chinese podcast. Uh, it, in, in it's the not. Sense that it's, it's not, but it's the phone I use. No, but it, it, it also is big in China. Really? This podcast is huge in China. Uh, Doug is a great... A lot of entry-level jobs there. There are many uh, entry-level jobs there. Way to keep me on track. Good job. Um, Doug is is an old friend. I met you at the Tiger Lily days. I think so. Really? Yeah. I remember you from the the power violence, old-school... On like on, Melrose on or Santa, Santa Monica, Monica. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's when I was like walking my dog and doing bits. I wasn't getting up at at Tiger Lily when I moved here. I just remember seeing you go up there and being like, "Someday, I'll be able to grace the Tiger Lily <laughs> right. stage." Wait, which Tiger Lily? This is like the third one. This is the Gower Gulch one, the final one. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Which was fun. I maybe did that a couple times, but I did. Speaking of entry level, I yeah. did. You like started it, right? I start. I helped. I helped a few shows get started. Or okay, like yeah. People asked me to play at the first show oh, that's of a show. True. Like I was telling you when we did that show at Nina's show. Nina's show, which is at a La new Pubelle. show at La Poubelle on Franklin, every Thursday night now. I think maybe. Yeah. No, no, it's a great show. We did but the first one. Me and you were on the first one, and yeah. I said, you know, it's funny. People ask me to do the first shows a lot, and then once they get good, maybe because I'm to... like big and loud and noisy, and like yeah, okay, it's um. But then once it po- once it blows once up, once it gets it... popping, I'm out. Yeah. That's yeah. baloney. Well, that's not true. Entry <laughs> levels pop, and you're, uh, I think, episode eighty. So you, okay. I well, no. As far as podcasts go, I'm deep. I'm like, <laughs> I'm deep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's always fun to find out, like, what number of friend am I of to you? Uh, no. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, but, you- uh, yeah. So I did help start um, Tiger Lily, I believe. And what's yeah, a Tiger it was, Lily? It was Natasha Legero, mm-hmm. Maria Bamford. And Melinda Hill. Yes, those are the, those who started it. I, I by the time it was at Gower Gulch, I don't know who was running it. Was Jazz? It. Jazz was running it. Yeah, and Melinda. Okay, Melinda was the Jazz the original Beatle from the yes the core. Yeah, she hung she hung on. Um, but then what was it? Oh, and thanks for filling in last second. Leonardo DiCaprio was going to come. I oh. just talked about it earlier. He had to cancel. He's busy. I, I goofed up interviewing him last week. But other than that, unimportant. Let's get into. You, you guys are friends. Very good friends. I pissed him off. Uh, it's unimportant. Right, People right, listen right. to that episode. It was a bonus episode. I didn't even care right. as a full thing. But let's get into uh, what this podcast is actually about, which is all the jobs that you've had uh, before uh, you got to uh, you know kick it. Because you you edit it. You like do a lot of editing and music and stuff. But you edit all like the Tim and Eric shit, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean that. Um, I could start there. I could. No, you know, we'll, we'll we'll go up to there. Okay, and then we'll get done. there. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I've made my name as an editor, basically. Yeah, but you edit like Eric, cool Eric shit. Andre show. Yeah. Portlandia. Mm-hmm. You you like make fun Instagram stuff. I'll things. put uh I'll put a, a link in this episode description to your Instagram because you make fun videos. Okay. But that's where we'll end. We'll get there. Doug Lawson Hop, aka DJ Doug Pound. Um where are you from and how old were you when you got your first job and what was it? I'm from outside of Chicago. What town? originally? Darien, Illinois specifically. Okay. That's what, what's near, up, like, well, what, it, we're talking Downers Grove. If, okay. If you're like, well, I'm kind of like a suburb of a suburb. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm in a small suburb that is 
there's no high school in my little town. We go to Downers Grove okay. for all the high schools and downtown area. So that's like northwest. It's like southwest. Okay, see, Naperville I know my... area. Okay, Naperville, Schaumburgie. That whole Schaumburgie is a little more north. North, yeah. Okay, but nowadays that's... they all kind of look the same. It's yes, really bleak it's out there. Real, yeah. I tour, uh, and 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 every town is the same now. They all yeah. they're all a big mall. Um, but when that's... I was growing up, it was kind of cool because we had like a forest behind my. Like there was no back neighbor. It was like one crazy guy in a shack with what? like acres of land, and we would just like play in his land. That's and then, great. And then there was all this undeveloped like land. You know, mm. we would just ride our dirt bikes and find weird stuff and this like is, this fantastic make jumps. But now when I go back, it's all developed and it's all just like cookie cutter McMansions yeah. Yeah. in in like cul-de-sacs. I w- I grew up in a. a- in the woods and I went back recently to my old house that no, my family doesn't live at anymore but other another family does the woods are still there the I woods hope. have gotten worse I've never seen woods get it's <laughs> what just, do you mean there was just like more there's woods there's less woods oh it's like oh. the trees are dying I'm like well how does this happen that's weird it was weird are people yeah. like low key like logging them late at night like I, that's what I was time. like I was like what the fuck's going on here and I, <laughs> I, I was like was it always like this or am I just stupid my mom was like no no this is, the woods are getting worse so not only is the town getting worse the woods are which is weird <laughs> uh, so what was your first okay, job my first job I was a paper boy when I was like Ooh, I don't know exciting. how old I was. Yeah, sure. No, we're this a lot of a lot of entry level paper boys. Well, how many? But I was like I was like ten or something. Sure, or this is you, you know. And why are you getting this? Did you know somebody in the biz? Did your dad make you do it? I think like my dad made me do it or something. Like, Doug and I kind of get up. I sucked at it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, you go, you throw the papers and then like a month later, you're like, hey, I'm here for my two dollars exactly. or whatever. So you did the thing and where you a have couple to of the guys were like. Son, um, let's, here's your two dollars, but okay, would you let, mind let's putting the paper on my porch? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, 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 okay. All right. So you've been <laughs> you've been a paper boy for a month. Uh-huh. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. Uh, hi, son. Uh, wait, no, are you the boy? I'm are the you guy, me? No, you're you, and I'm the guy who oh, you've okay. been doing a bad job for. Oh, hi, sir. Um, I deliver the Darien paper. Do Can, you? Yeah. Every uh, every day, would you say you do it? Well. I think it's like I a weekly or something. Yeah. Oh, Every it, week. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Cause it's, I, fi- it's $2 for the month. Mm-hmm. See, I will pay you, <laughs> but I will let you know yeah. that what you have done has ruined my life. <laughs> ruined your life. <laughs> Sir, the paper is, nothing. <laughs> there's no, not I a lot in that. this paper. I'm not great at improv. I don't know why we jumped <laughs> to that. <laughs> so you would wait, you be me and I'll be the guy. Okay. 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 Knock, knock, knock. Oh hey, you're the paper boy, huh? Yeah. What was, do you want? Two two dollars. Uh, it's the subscription I have to collect for some. Oh wow. Well, you know what? Here's your two dollars. Okay. Oh, thank you so I'm much. Gonna I'm gonna give you the go. two dollars. All right, okay, son. Okay, that's all I need. I'll be on. No, my no, own. no, no. Why don't mm. you come on in? I have to come inside. Yeah, come on in here. Let right, me tell you something weird. about. So, like let me tell you something balls. about um, responsibility. You see this okay. bush here? See this paper? You see it? See how brown it is? Yeah. I can't read the classifieds. Oh, I, you know what I need? I need those back few pages because that's where I find my whores. All right. You and when you're throwing them in the bushes, that's why you, the whores are found. Yes, son. Have you know? Do you know what that is? <laughs> it's big boy stuff. Okay. <laughs> that's. Do you think I'm reading this paper for the articles? No, son. It's I'm for looking a whore. for classifieds. I want to buy a new lawnmower. Okay. I need to sell my weed whacker, and you know there are ladies of the night. Okay. Who. I 
patronize. All right, I and they w- are in this paper, son. And you know, when it lands in my bushes and I can't find it for seven days, <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't get. I am sorry. I've been what? getting. I'm sorry. So here's your two dollars, okay. but just so you know, mm-hmm. the paper needs to be on the porch. Okay. okay? I'm, I really apologize. You don't just throw it near my property. Okay. I apologize for getting in between you and your whores. And next time when I set it, I'll set it down neatly. I'll set it down front page first. So that gets dirty. Okay, son, you're free to go. Okay. (laughs) Your house smells smells weird. There was a few weird moments where a guy brought me in. Really? And and then he gave me like way more money. Uh, It could have been some shit going on. He could have been like grooming me. I was a cute little kid. Oh, no. (laughs) Whitmer. Well, he gave me like $8 once. And he was like, I just want to support. No, no, that was for... That was something else. That was like, I was, you know, when you like sell like chocolate bars or like mm-hmm. Girl Scout cookies. Okay, I yes. had like the boy version of that. Okay. I, was, I forgot what I was Boy selling. Scout cookies. It wasn't Boy Scouts. It was like the YMCA sure. something else. But. Okay. But either way, one time Whitmer Thomas, he's been on an episode. Uh, he I literally I did. Story. He, he delivered the yummy.com to the lady of oh, the I night. I didn't hear this one. Oh, yeah. really? A lady of the night? A uh, lady of the night. And uh, they did it. They did the deed. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's go listen to Wit's episode. It's really and it's really interesting. I mean, he she was you know he didn't pay, but yeah, she was a high, she was a high end escort. Oh my gosh, crazy! Yeah, so that's delivery. like that's something out of an eighties movie. <laughs> it's something that would happen you know? to Wit. Yeah, exactly. Like oh geez, dang. Oh, okay, you fine. know what? The, the worst part is Wit's probably like oh gee, Will Willikers. That probably that sucked, huh? I had to do that. <laughs> We're like it. Yeah. Cool guys like us would be like, man, that's the ultimate. Yeah, I yeah. want to work cool at yummy.com. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you're paper boy. Okay. Yeah. How how long do I riff on each job? It doesn't matter. This is a very loose. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if you can tell. Okay. Paperboy is, is like loose. a very faint memory in okay. my. I have a bad in, memory of like my life. What about that's fine. Okay. Sixteen years old. Hold on. The, quick question. Yeah. I uh, with the game paperboy. Did you feel that you maybe were a little better at it? Because you had been at one time? No. No, that game is the hardest it's so fucking hard. game. It's impossible. It's so hard. It's impo- There's no other game that has that weird like 3D, 2D. I don't even know what you call that. Where yeah. It's like a plane, but there's like an angle to it. Mm-hmm. And you're, yeah, and you're, you're riding. It's impossible. And it's, then like you can, when you go fast, you're barely going fast. And when you go slow, it, it, like you hit the brakes and you slow down really slow. It's like, it's also bad. Also, it's the only game where uh, bad action people will chase you with the lawnmower. Yeah, that there's hazards happen. everywhere. There has so many hazards. You hit like the smallest little thing, and you fit your your head over heels over the mm-hmm. bars. I want to see. It's Billy, not realistic. I want to see Billy Mitchell play Paperboy. He's he's the guy who holds a King Kong record. The documentary King of Kong. Oh, King of Kong. Wait, the, the like the handsome guy. The, the, if you think Billy Mitchell's handsome, yes, the guy. Oh, no, with, there's like one guy. Look, I mean, okay, he's handsome got like a for helmet on his head. Hand, handsome for like a. A video game nerd Sure Like yes. he's kind he's, of like The rock star guy yeah, yeah, He's he, got like a mullet Or mm-hmm, something yes. That's the guy That's the guy That's Billy Mitchell I want to see him Play Paperboy I want to see someone Play it well This is all important It has nothing to do With Did anything Did you see that movie Like about the The, the worm game There's another oh, Snake docu- There's another yeah, yeah Snake Yes I've seen I've watched all the Video all game, the video game do- documentaries. documentaries They're so fun They're so good Listeners so if you good. have not Seen King of Kong Fucking pause this, come back to it, but watch King of Kong. It is. If you haven't seen King of Kong, grab some quarters <laughs> and head to the arcade. Yeah. Play six hours of King, uh, King Donkey Kong. Kong. Donkey Kong. And, then, and then watch and then how good go these guys are. Go on Netflix are. or wherever. Yeah. Either way, unimportant. So when you turn 16, what's your first real job? Okay, 16, day one, I got a job at Jewel. Remember Jewel? Is that like, you, um, you lived in Chicago. Like a CVS? Yeah. 
Jewel is like a Rasco. It's a okay. Osco, Jewel Osco. Jewel Osco. Osco is the CVS. Okay. Like Jewel. No, I, yeah, it was like, a grocery uh, store. It was a grocery store. Yes, I think they had them in Clinton, Iowa, where my grandparents lived. Yeah, and you know, I had to join the union. <laughs> I had to join the union, age a 16. sixteen. I was a union man, age sixteen. <laughs> I was like, "What the hell is this?" They're like, and I had like no pay for like two weeks. I'm like, "This is my first job. For I get no dues? paycheck." They're like, "Yeah, you got to pay your union dues first. It was so what such was like Chicago, like in? Illinois corrupt yeah. shit, you know. What was the union? The grocers it was like the grocers union. Wow. But I, I all I did was bring carts in. Okay, so you're and just I a cart did, guy. And then there, and then I moved up to Parceler. What you know is what that is? is that bagger? a nice way of saying bag boy. Okay. Oh, a listener <laughs> sent in um, a thing. What would you say? Here's here's a question. Eggs on bottom. Does that ever okay? Wow. You know what? I never did it. I would never dare. Right. Okay. So I'd a never listener, dare do that. So this comes up a lot. A listener sent in a thing that said eggs on bottom. If it makes sense. Let's say they just got eggs and lettuce. You're oh. not putting the eggs in. I was like, wow. Of course. I know, let's, use our, let's use our smarts here. Yeah. Of course. We're that's doing what I'm eggs saying. and lettuce, lettuce on top. Yeah. I'm not going to smash the lettuce. But we also, put those a- eggs in that carton, it's probably stronger than you think. You could probably put mm-hmm. a gallon of ice cream up there or something. Something, without- exactly. But she just sent in a thing because there was a hard and fast rule on entry level. Never put eggs on bottom. She goes, what about this scenario? I'm like, well, of course then. So I guess <laughs> I guess you can't deal in absolutes. So you're a parceler. No, they trained me. They told me, you know, put the cans together, stack them up, put them together. Mm-hmm. You don't just like grab the first thing you see. You know, right. you're you're doing math in your mind. You're doing 3D chess. When Tetris. you see the carrots come down and then mm-hmm. you see you know, some ice cream, you put the ice you put the cold with the cold and this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's very exciting. Any, any it's your, exciting. Any of your pals working there? Any romances going down? No way, dude. No. I had no romance until I was like in my twenties, man. Oh, okay. All I right. was like a super shy, <laughs> super shy kid. Just a kid. parceler, just the shyest parceler. And I was like smaller ever. than I was always like looked younger and smaller than everyone. Yeah. But anyway, it was a I could walk to work, so I was just living in my parents' house, mm-hmm. like as a sophomore, freshman in high, school, in high yeah. school, whatever that was. So you'd walk over to Jewel, and it was out. miserable because, like, you know, I think I got the job in like the fall or something. And, and then it quickly no, turns... No, the winter hits... It, it winter quickly hits, turns to negative 30. It's like negative 30, and I'm pushing carts in the slush. It's like slush. You yes. know, the, the parking lot was a, a shitty parking lot with mm-hmm. full of potholes. And um, I just remember my feet being, like, dangerously close to, like, frostbite. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. bad. Yeah, you, they're wet... You're slogging in. Yeah, and I think I wore like just Chuck Taylors or something. I, yeah, didn't, the mid- I didn't have the proper. You shouldn't live in the Midwest. It's hard. Don't live there. It's it because I was talking about with Mike Burns about how, or no, it was Mike Holmes about how it's the ice planet Hoth in the winter and then a jungle in the summer. This it's so extreme. I kind of miss it sometimes, but I, I love I, it. I just dip. I, I'm going to Wisconsin this summer Ooh, for where like you going? family trip, Wapaka. I don't know. I would go to the Wisconsin Dells a lot growing up. Wisconsin's great. That, that was like our, our vacation. Mm-hmm. We'd drive up there. It's so fun. You know but what? I just like how alive everything is in the summer. It's also, like you, you just could, hear the cicadas and like. It's so fun to fucking jump in a river. Dude, like, we have no rivers here. Tell me about it. I, I, go, I go up to the Kern. You should come up to the Kern with us. 100%. And the Yuba. What's the Yuba? Well, shit, I'm blowing up my spot. Yeah, don't blow up your spot. Uh, and in, uh, no, the Yuba is just like my, pretty much my favorite pl- spot on okay. Earth. The Yuba River is just a pristine 
All right. Well, we'll ch- I'll check it it's out. Ha- Alex, I'll, we'll, we'll I'll talk show about the, it later. I'll send it's unimportant. I'll send you the uh, link. I, on an episode of Travels and Such, which you should come on, uh, we go to the Santa Inez Mountains. There's a swimming hole. I've seen I've seen the one with Johnny. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the one before Johnny, we go to a swimming hole. It's really fun. Dude. It's up. It's really good. You can jump out. You can do cliff jumps. It's perfect. Dude, I got to introduce you to this dude. This is all unimportant. <laughs> this other guy. Okay. I know this guy, Jeff. Okay. And he runs LA Swimming. And mm-hmm. he's a, all he does is is do swimming holes in Southern California. This is perfect. This and is all I And he documents want. them. And he, he has these like crazy dudes that do like triple gainers yeah. off cliffs mm-hmm. into these. Like I, I went to Greece one time with a girl and uh, it was so fun. But you, there's just like a, this uh, island called, um, oh boy, I don't even remember what island it was. It wasn't Mykonos or Santorini. No, it was some really tiny island. Only like 3,000 people lived there, but it was cliff jumping. And I got emasculated it so badly by like Albanians because I wouldn't, mm. I was like, I'll jump off anything. And I was like, nope, I'm not jumping oh, you off. you didn't jump? Well, it was like fucking 30 feet. I'm scared right. of that shit. It was like 60 feet. I don't know. Either way, it was so fun. Even if you land right, you can still kind of like fuck up your You fuck taint. up feet. You fuck up so much feet. shit. Did you have shoes on? No. Yeah. All I, right. Like in high school, my buddy, he, he was a daredevil. He got into jumping off bridges into mm-hmm. rivers. And oh. he, he would find spots all around Illinois. You get really fucked up. My friend And would- he had the whole thing dialed in. He was like, I wear these shoes and I like, he jumps a specific way. He goes, yeah, it was like scary. Yeah. I remember when I found out people could commit suicide off the Golden Gate Bridge. I was like, how? You land in water. And then I went there. I go, oh, it's so high. <laughs> right. It's very high. Well, you got to wait for a boat to come by and you have to be a really good aim. Oh, and hit you know? the boat. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> it's so hard. There's so many tries. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're laughing at suicide. That's not the ideal thing. That's not the point you of this podcast. You gotta laugh at it. You gotta laugh a little bit. You gotta laugh a little bit. <laughs> you gotta laugh. You gotta find gotta the joy in everything. Bit. He killed himself. There's something funny in there somewhere. Uh, okay, so you're slushing around. Okay, that's yeah, that you, jumps. You, you gotta chop your feet off. Is that why you only have six toes right now? Yeah. On one foot. And none yeah. of the other. It's crazy. Yeah. It, one of them grew an extra toe. Yeah. So that was odd. Yeah. That was odd. So that job sucks. So, okay. So then I think my second one was TCBY yogurt. Love TCBY this yogurt. this country's best yogurt. The, I was at a show last night where Chicago guy was talking about TCBY yogurt. And I was like, that's not, that's a, that's a, like a regional chain. Yeah. I love TCBY yogurt. Was it's it just exciting? ice cream. Yeah, I know, but they, just, they named it so good. But TCBY when Pinkberry, yogurt. When Pinkberry came out, it's like, oh, this tastes like yogurt, but TCBY just tastes like ice, ice cream. cream. Yeah. I would but get, somehow they thought it was yogurt. It's not yogurt. It works for me, man. I was like, we could TCBY yogurt when we go see yeah, the so. It was either that or Subway, but I'll just say this one was next. Okay. The CCBY. And when you get I the get, job, are I you get, excited? I get the job. You're excited? You're, you, you're, they were like, you can have as much uh, yogurt as you want on the job. You know? like, well, we but don't have they, it. It's they, fucking ice cream. They said that to me, right? Yeah. Or whatever, whatever the stuff is. So my friends would come. And I would give them like liters, <laughs> like, you know, like the big ass tub, like the yeah, to-go one. The- I would fill it up with like scoops and scoops <laughs> of like sprinkles. Well, actually, one time before that, this kid that I worked with, he, he, he was like making a subway, a uh, subway, a, uh, a Sunday, <laughs> okay. a banana split. Yeah. And he fucking spits in it. And what? I'm like, what are you doing? And it was an Indian family. 
and he gave it to the Indian family. What? Because like, he's just racist? He's just racist. Like, oh, I, my God. It was like the first racism I ever saw. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, that's... And I'm like, just because... And, I'm, and I, I was just like, disgusted. Yeah, I was no, that's like... like bummed. That, I didn't know what to say. Just, I just like... That made us laughing about suicide seem okay. I know. Yeah, I know. That's I was the worst just like, thing I've ever heard. I, you know, I was just not assertive or anything. I just sort of also, kept my mouth shut and... Yeah, also we're not... Nowadays, we were, if I saw that, I would... I would yeah. I would fucking kick his ass, dude. I would totally beat You know him what up, I mean? Yeah. Also, I want to say we weren't making fun of suicide. <laughs> we were trying to say that's not okay. But like to that laugh was like it. the first like racism I've ever seen. I think that's I've never seen racism that bad, like in in real life. I've like, seen racism that bad in like the news. That, actually, that could have been the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, like that was like that's an assault. Like yes. that is that is that's, that's, uh, gotta be, that's a crime. That's definitely a crime. And that guy just kept working there. And you just work yeah, with that guy? He, he was just, we were both like 16 or 17. I That's don't know. That's fucking wild. That he was like sucks. some kid. We were both like high school kids. I was like, I don't know, you know? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. I'm like bummed out. All right. Yeah, that was a real bummer. Okay. But uh, don't worry. It, my job didn't last long because, okay, you know, how I said they gave me as much ice cream as I wanted. This is the more fun story. I, I gave my friends I like this shit story tons, better. <laughs> and they used to just like, you know, hang out. And I would yeah. give them giant tubs oh. after tubs. Yeah. So you, And then one day. Okay. Um, or like the next day they're like, yeah, so, um, yeah, we know that you've been giving your friends tubs after tubs of ice cream. Okay. And I'm like, well, you said I can have as much. Let's try it. Let's try it. Hey, um, I'm, I'm your boss, uh, Doug. Um, yeah, boss. We, uh, buddy. Yeah. We know how much ice cream you're giving away. Oh, you said I can have as much free ice cream as I want. Yes. No, Doug. Oh my God. I didn't know I need to specify like I meant like within reason and just for you. Oh, okay. I won't do it again. Mm, I don't <laughs> think that's how this is going to work. Oh, nuts. But like, I was so good and I didn't spit in any ice cream. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 just, I gave the people the, the, the treat they wanted, not with additional saliva. So who, why would you bring this up? Nothing. I don't want to get. <laughs> I don't want to get beat up. I don't want Brian to beat me up. So I'm just gonna. I'll just. Okay. It's fine. You know. I, I, <laughs> I'll just bury this. You know deep what? Inside me. I'm gonna grab a, uh, an application over at Subway. Okay. So you walk. <laughs> TCBY and Subway aren't too far apart. I'm guessing. Well, they're in a different strip mall. So I go to okay. another strip mall closer to my house. Then nice. I'm at. Um, this isn't very. Um, this isn't very exciting. This portion of my life this might have been in college i don't know this is a little later this i applied I so i worked at subway and it was crazy hours it was like i had to work till like late late at night you know why because you got to put those like weird bread dildos in the oven because <laughs> you got to bake the bread right and you, they come in these like frozen dildos okay you're not like kneading the bread it's mm -hmm. already all Done. you gotta do is you put you're like warming it in an oven you're not yeah. really baking Okay. As a baker. Right. You're, you're putting some dildos in a slot <laughs> and hitting a button. You know what I that's mean? That's what Subway is? Yeah. And that's but why they I... are freshly baked. So sure. there you go. There you go. So also, um, I applied at a Subway one time, got an interview, didn't get the job. That's That was a low point for me. I'm like, I'm not even qualified oh to work God. at Oh, my God. I think it's because similar to TCBY, they go, what would you do if a friend came in and wanted a free sandwich? And I said, how good of a friend? And uh -huh. the answer's not give them. The, that's not the answer. Right. Yeah. So you work. That's not a good answer. Okay. So, okay. You work with any wild cards at Subway? Any spit people at Subway that suck? 
Or Subway of Global no, Street. No, it's very now. uneventful. It's ho- it would be weird to spit in someone's sub at Subway. Because you, you'd much have to it. be like a magician's sleight of hand. <laughs> yeah, sleight or of mouth. you just do it in front of them and they're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Did you just spit in my sandwich? <laughs> I remember some people coming don't... up. I remember some pretty weird orders, though. This one guy, you know how you get the oil and vinegar? Mm-hmm. This guy goes, drench it with oil. He wanted that thing drenched with oil yeah. till it was, like, clear. Yes. It was, like, transparent, mm-hmm. like, bread. Yeah, uh, Carl Hess has a good joke about how he worked at Subway. And yeah. this guy was like, hey, load it up with, you know, Chipotle. And he goes, I destroyed this man's sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I but, was like, he's just still, he's like, keep going. You know, it was yeah. a crazy amount. And that, that was the day when they, remember when they went like year subway from like in the nineties oh, when it, they cut they the cut little the boat, top. they it, cut the top boat. And I feel like once they stopped cutting the top boat, that's when subway went wrong. Really? Yeah. That's <laughs> what, cause I was excited. I loved it. I loved that you, you do the tri top. Young yeah, kids out I, I there. Don't, used to be I a don't really have too strong of opinion. I, I think have it a works huge fine. opinion. I think it works fine now. No. To be honest. Okay. I need that tri top. <laughs> I like a boat. That's when sandwich artists were like artists. Yeah, because you're in there, you're getting in there. So you. So you know what? You... Maybe the extra cut. You got to go across once and then mm-hmm. across the other time. Yeah. Maybe if you just cut it once, maybe they're cutting time down on these customers. You know what I'm saying? And the, the... customers have less time that they're waiting. If there's yeah. like a queue sure, of people. But guess what? One slice. The sandwich means a little less to you as a sandwich artist. Now, now you're not doing art. You're making one cut. You're not doing. You're not. Creating a right. boat for the meats. You know what they should do? One time I was in Europe, and they they take the baguette or the mm-hmm. you know the bread that you yep, and they jammed it on a pole. Wow! And it made a channel down the center. Okay. I think I got like a hot dog or something. And they dropped the <laughs> hot dog. They dropped the meat in there, right? They dropped the meat in, and yeah. then they could load it up with as much mustard or ketchup or yeah. fixins, and it's contained. You it's know what great. I mean? Yeah. It's like in its own bread bag. That's this. What country? This sounds like a. This sounds like an Eastern. That was like European. A, that's country. like an Amsterdam situation. Oh, an Amsterdam. Okay, that's Germany, up. Amsterdam. When I went to Australia, whenever I go to Australia, I've been there twice. They still have the seafood sensation, which has been discontinued in the United States. What's the seafood sensation? Oh, it's in Subway. At Subway, yeah. Uh-huh. The, the seafood and crab. I've been to Australia, but I didn't choose to go to subway I, well i found out they still have <laughs> seafood sensation i ate there four times oh in my, my trip just because and my girlfriend at the time was just like i quit going to fucking subway let's eat at australian place we're like, fucking australia i'm like well, but you, they got seafood sensations did you get the meat pies or the um oh yeah the meat pies are great there you get, did you go to cafe dude wheels or something i don't know i was in <laughs> melbourne and uh the gold sydney? coast and tasmania i've never been to sydney aha uh-huh. Uh, it's, it was that so much it. fun. It's one of the, Tasmania is one of the coolest places I've ever been in my life. Maybe the coolest. All right. Let's get back to you at Subway. Okay, there's more places here to go. No, this, I know, but I'm not, having fun. Actually, like, I, I forgot about a few jobs that I <laughs> have. I've had so many fucking okay. jobs, dude. All right. Last question. Are you give, This is back in the day with Subway where you get the little stickers. You know, if you, you get the sandwich stickers and you put them on the, the card. Were you, were you doing right. that? Right. I think were I was. Were you giving out too many of those? I didn't get fired. I don't. Okay. I think I just sort of, I think what happened was I, a friend of mine, there was like, we were skaters, right? Yeah. And there was this like older guy that was a photographer that would like follow us around and Sounds drive like us. a to, lot of guys are grooming. Drive right? us to skate. Yeah. He was, he was, he was not a creep. He was cool. Yeah. He was a cool guy. But for some reason he wanted to like, he's a photographer. He wanted to hang out with us. Mm-hmm. 
He was a dad. He had like a son. Sure, no, but, there's like, nothing. A- anyway, he, he, looking back on it, it seemed a little unorthodox, but he was cool. And we used to go up to this uh, skate park in Milwaukee called the Turf, or the Turf. Okay. And uh, one time we were driving up there because there was no skate parks back in those days. Mm-hmm. There was like one in Rockford, which is like two hours away, and then yeah, one in, where like, Natasha's from. Yeah, and then like so we went up to this place called the Turf. The Turf. And we pulled off to like eat somewhere and we were just like skating in a parking lot and they're like, you can't skate here, but there's a place up the street called skate turf. Like they called it skate yeah. turf. And we thought that was like so funny. So cut to a couple years later, this guy, he's like, I'm going to open up my own skate shop and it's called skate turf. Right. Yeah. So I got a job at skate turf. That's awesome. Yeah. So That's I'm like great. quitting all my all your bullshit corporate yeah. chain jobs to work at a joke. Worked at a fun shop at a fun shop. Yeah. And when they, they made a flyer, I don't know where this flyer, where they posted it, but they were like skate turf. There was like a rival shop called mm-hmm. skate shack. Okay. A couple suburbs over. And it was like taking, it was like making fun of the owner of that. Yeah. Like he was like, this is so bad. So was, you, we don't, was, go, go ahead. He was like a Vietnam veteran and he had like a weird. So Vietnam vet opened, said, a, opened like, a skate shop. It was like a guy behind a counter and it had, it said Nam on his shirt. Mm-hmm. And he like, he said, he, he, you know, like some people kind of say like a f- weird phrase over and over. They're like, yes. You know, they're like, he said, and that after every sentence, he'd be yeah. like, uh, we went and got some coffee and that. And there's some pillows over here and that. And then we got a skateboard and that. Yeah. So it said like, we got high prices and that or something like that. And okay. it was like, skater, we don't have high price. It was like directly. Yeah. It was, it was so an, shitty. It, it was, was an like, assault it on was a, a Vietnam like, veteran who had yeah, opened a it skate was making shop. making fun of his like, <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. I can't believe he did that. Yeah. No. And also this other, this other guy sounds amazing. <laughs> He's opening a skate shop for children and is a veteran. And you're like. We're gonna take him. We're gonna take him down. He's <laughs> like, yeah, we're just making fun of him. Oh so my anyway, gosh. I'm working at skate turf. So you're just for a work- couple years. So by the sounds of it, and you're it going wor- great. But you're working around people <laughs> who are doing mean things, and you're just oh, it head gets down. worse. Oh, it gets worse and worse. Oh, fuck. It gets worse and worse and worse. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm working at skate turf. The first guy who opened it, he decided he decided he's gonna sell it. He sold it to the Vietnam. Guy, guy, who he'd been attacking, <laughs> he attacked her so a few years earlier. The Vietnam guy put him a, out of business via cartoon flyer. Yes, that was distributed amongst the skate community. Community, yes. So that guy buys it. Now I have a new boss, and when this new boss, you got a new um, boss in that. He changes it to Skate Shack. He now he's got two Skate Shacks. Yeah. So now uh, now I'm under now I'm working for Skate Shack. And that and that <laughs> so mean <laughs> so. I think there was other stuff on that flyer. It's yeah. like his son was sure. on the flyer. Yeah, it was I mean, like I really I gotta email him and be like, Do you have that flyer? Oh my gosh. Oh my okay. god, it was so good. So he so now you're working at it's not skate <laughs> turf, it's skate shack. Now we're gonna skate shack. And um I don't know, I was doing inventory and stuff, and it turns out these ki- these kids who were hanging out there a lot pretended to be my friend. They're like stealing. Oh really? Right, yeah. And the, you Because they- I'm a nice I'm not like thinking anyone's stealing. Yeah, I'm just you're working like an there. Affable, I'll just nice ring you guy. up. Yeah, I'm just like, like hey, ringing people up. Yeah, you're like, what's up, guys? It's oh, a cool. tiny, you know what I'm saying? Like, side of a T-Mobile shop or something. Yes. It was very you small. You got decks and decks, that's about wheels, it. and some shirts. Mm-hmm. And some, you know, some kids are like stealing. And I caught this kid red-handed. He had like had the whole shirt stuffed up his shirt. Yeah. Like with the, with the 
coat hanger and all. Oh my gosh. I'm like, yo, Bad put stealing. that back. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know what the, I'm not gonna be like, get the fuck, I'm calling the cops. I was yeah. just like, he's like my friend too. Yeah. So then like, you know, this Vietnam guy, owner, he's like, you know, even your best friends, they're gonna rip you. They're gonna rip you. You gotta watch out. So he wanted to get rid of me because he knew I was a pushover and I was <laughs> allowing like, these, uh, like, Doug's getting this shoplifting to happen. Run rampant. over over there. Okay. Yeah. I was getting run over. Yeah. So he, you, and then one, and then I, I had to lock the shop up every day when mm-hmm. it closed at six or whatever. And I, every night when I locked it, I would drive back like two or three times. I was paranoid. I was like, did I lock it? Did I lock it? Oh, you wow. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I would drive back, drive back. And one night I didn't lock it. And, and you didn't drive back the to son check. came up to me. He called me or something. He's like, you know, you didn't lock the shop tonight. And then after that, I was pretty much fired. Yeah. I mean, they didn't like say you're fired, but it was. It was just like, dude. It was like a nice. It was like, hey, man, what are you doing? It was like, doing? hey, you're a great kid. You but maybe you shouldn't be. Yeah. I don't know if, you have, if you're responsible enough. And I was like, you're right. I'm just going to quit. Yeah. Th- I've only been working here three <laughs> years. Fuck. Uh, okay. I was like, skate turf was better. Yeah, I liked it before. No one wanted to steal from Skate Turf. Okay, yeah, but we don't mind stealing from corporations. That is the difference. He made it. He made a couple. Now it's a corporation. Now there's two of them. It's not just a mom and pop shop. It's a business. So yeah, I'm okay. And I was a clean cut kid. I did, I like and all through high school, and most halfway through college, mm-hmm. I didn't drink or smoke pot or anything. Okay. But then now is now I'm about twenty, twenty one, and I get a job at Kinkos. Okay. Up in Oak Brook. You were like running down the list of sh- of suburban jobs. You worked at you were so what it was fucking TCB yogurt stand, Subway, fucking skateboards, grocery store, grocery store, shop. and now and now Kinkos. Now I'm at Kinkos. And you know that was a fine job. That was nice. Mm-hmm. My manager was an insane psychopathic like part party lady. <laughs> okay. You know, I was probably like 20 or 20, 20 years old. Yeah. And she must have been 30, but she seemed sure when you're like when such an old person. When somebody's 10 years older than you at 18, they're fucking 50. Right. And so there was some kind of like, uh, there was some kind of like party. I don't know what it was like, Hey, we're having a Kinko's party for all the employees. I don't know what the hell it was. Yeah. And, uh, and she was in that And she was there And I think we were like Sneak we were, That's when I first started Smoking pot Okay So I think we were like Smoking pot out back And she comes up She's like What are you guys doing We're like Oh shit Yeah She's like Oh you guys are smoking pot Call me when you got some Real drugs Oh my god <laughs> Yeah it was like that <laughs> She was like hardcore. You know what I mean? She just And then like later belittled like, you. Yeah, later I talked to one of the other guys. He was like, Yeah, me and whoever her name was, like, we were like all naked in this limousine and then it was like they tell me some some crazy all night shit that went down. Yeah. Where it was like they're all naked. And I'm like like at work in yes. the, at in Oak Brook, <laughs> Illinois at Kinko's is so like okay, ring him up and we're gonna call corporate and order some more stock of this color. Sure. It's like so, just yeah, just. But being, those people are, are psychos who work there. Yeah, my uh, I had a manager at a um, uh, 
Sporting goods store who slept with one of my friends when we were in high school. She was like 30. We were, he was 17. It's a statutory uh-huh. rape. Uh, and uh, then one day she had a meltdown and stormed off because I, when I did the Taco Bell run, I didn't, I forgot to ask for more hot sauce packets. And she couldn't fathom it. And she, she was like, this is where everything. Was this, this is in Dubuque, Iowa. No, but where were you working? It was called Hibbit Sporting Goods. Okay. And uh, she went nuts. And she was like, this is why the store sucks. And I was like, Taco Bell sauce packets? Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah, she just left one time and never came back. <laughs> she's actually pretty rad. I've, she's come to my shows before, and I say, what's up? I'm like, dude, that job was nuts. <laughs> you know what? I jumped. A, I had a few jobs before Kinko's. Okay, let's get to them. But, okay, so to wrap up Kinko's, this is, I'll have to go back in time. Okay. Because, like, my li- I'm thinking about... The times of my life when I started smoking weed, things changed. <laughs> but like one time at Kinko's, this total like hippie dude okay. was like smoking a bowl out back. And he's like, I'm like, you smoking at work? He's like, yeah, it makes work more fun or something. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, want to have a puff? And I was like, okay. So we got in his Jeep mm-hmm. and I took a puff and I was absolutely, completely baked like, yeah. <laughs> like, to this I, extreme extent. I and work. I was like working the register. Yeah. And I remember like, giving someone their change and I was like looking at the little change slot for like the quarters and I just imagined that I was like living in that (laughs) slot like space like changed and the size of things changed Mm -hmm. and I just look at him I'm like can I just go in the back and make copies and just run this copier I cannot deal with customers (laughs) right now so that was terrifying. Okay, so I think also, after... quick question about Kinko's. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody ever print off anything fucking bananas that you're like, why do you want a copy of this that you can remember? No, actually nothing. But I did re- meet some interesting people that I am friends with to today. There was a 16-year-old kid who would make his like homemade music. He would like make... Uh, L- he he'd make his own tapes. Yeah, and then he com- then he'd come in and make the and cover he'd make art. The, the cover art. Yeah. So you're meeting DIY people that are. I awesome. met a lot of cool DIY people making punk flyers and stuff. That's and then rad. I think I am. I turned mine off now. Oh uh, no worries. Um, okay, so I think after skate turf, skate shack, then I worked at Sears Hardware. Whoa! So you're selling like fucking like and this was lawnmowers? a weird, This was like a, dyn- a the the lady was. Was a bo- you know remember that did you see that movie like Escape from Danabora? No. Okay. Well, if you saw that, you would kind of understand the dynamic. This woman was like not really that older, but maybe kind of homely looking, and there was like a real hunk, not a real hunk, but like just got out of the Navy guy, mm-hmm. and he was like a you know alpha like yeah, like a like a bro. Like, he's a but, bro, okay. hardcore bro, and he was like your best friend. But then when she left. He'd be like selling giant tool cabinets out the back for the cash. <laughs> it was so so much. He was just everywhere I worked. It was like some crazy shit going on like just that. So he had a the full suburbs racket. are like just completely trash. Like a, a small version of like Sopranos or something. Uh-huh. You know okay. what I mean? He's he's making the store go bankrupt by selling all <laughs> these Craftsman tools and stuff. Because yeah. also. With Craftsman tools, they're guaranteed for life, so you could like sell something and return it and like get the cash. Whoa. And, like he was selling like giant tool cabinets and maybe like <laughs> like five hundred dollar pieces of yeah, shit and stuff. like maybe making one one thing in the inventory say you didn't receive it or you yeah. know somehow getting away he with it. He was cooking the books. He was cooking the books, selling stuff out the back, and they were smoking pot out in the back. And this is before I smoked He's pot. I was like, sloppy. these guys are bad people. Yeah. And he, you know what he said to me? What? He one time he sold something and he gave me a twenty, and he goes, "It pays to be quiet." 
Something like that. I have it in my diary. I recently oh read it God. at What's it Your Name's Diary Show. It pays to be quiet. pays to be quiet. Dude, you are working with villains. I'm just surrounded by villains nonstop. Villains. Yeah. This is yeah. nuts. Surrounded okay. by villains. And um, this is just... So a- that lasted a little while. I don't know what happened. I think the store shut down. Maybe yeah. that one guy made it go bankrupt. But also, there I, was I, like I, hardcore sexual tension. I would not be surprised if that Navy guy was like sleeping with that woman that yeah, like, she I was like he would like be so flirty and nice to her and she would like really light up when he came around but then to me she's like go stock the wrenches or whatever you know yeah yeah uh i like <laughs> how that's her ass. i like how that's where your improv went at the hardware store go stock the her. wrenches he kissed her ass so hard. um i i can't say too much because i helped put a movie theater out of business one time where we <laughs> i were... worked at a movie theater too oh let's talk about it okay after college before I what, moved into. What did you go to school for? Or maybe I was I was in college. Maybe okay. going to school for film what? school. Uh, where at? Uh, Columbia College in Chicago. Uh, yeah, bunch of my friends went there. My friends in town right now went there. Oh, cool. Yeah, my uh, best friend Jordan Jones went to Columbia College, um, and I would stay with him at his place on Fullerton and Ashland. Okay, but go ahead. Okay, with so the movie theater. Movie theater. This is jumping ahead in time. That's fine. That's fine. All right. I just, um, I met some cool people. But basically, um, I remember working there and like... Is it like a chain? Like a big one? It was in a mall, you know, one of those deals like okay, yeah. Pacific Cinemas. I, it was what, not how that, many, but... How many screens? You know... 12? It had 6 to 12 or okay. something like that. I just remember like scooping popcorn. And this was like three or four years after high school. Mm-hmm. And like I, met, I saw a guy from high school come in and he was clearly like killing it. Yeah. And... Thinking, oh, you're working at this. You're scooping me popcorn. Ugh. I just remember thinking, like, real being really insecure about that. You know what? Like, I, I got to get the fuck out of here. I, I can't. That- I need to live. <laughs> I need to be more successful. I can't be scooping popcorn. Here I am, 21 years old or something. Yeah, but I, you know what? I bet that that was in your head because uh, you know, if I if I run into a pal that they're fucking, you know. Like but, slinging pizzas. No, I'm he like, was the nicest guy. It That's was what all I'm like a narrative I was I'm creating it was in, in your my head. Mind. Absolutely, you're in insecure my head. about your own thing. Um, but okay, here's here's my question about popcorn that I've I really prided myself in the butter sitch, mm-hmm. like because it was you know back it, at the movie theater I worked at it was you do your own like they don't get to do the butter you have to do it for them I would go I was a fucking hero I'd be like tell me when you know Cause, uh-huh. and then people would just let me go I'd go I'd drench it if you want it oh uh, I do that too yeah. yeah you know what else I do I fill it halfway. You get it in the middle. You butter in the middle. You, then you shake it. I mean, it. come on. Are, I get yeah. so mad. Who's buttering only the top? Who's buttering only the top? It's a, it's a, uh, it's a, it's, I get so frustrated with it. Uh, so frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we freak out. Um, also, at our movie theater, it was if you buy a large popcorn, uh, free refills, and people would keep the bags and bring uh, them like Yeah, back. you can't blame. You can't. No, you know, but hate the player. Totally fine, <laughs> but like some people, I'm like, ma'am, this your this bag is it's for like so Spider-Man ra- Two, so Spider-Man right. Two fucking promotion. <laughs> that movie hasn't been here in a year and a half. Like, please, just one popcorn a year. Buy a new one. Yeah, come on. Yeah, be reasonable. And I think that's the only money that the theaters make. <laughs> we that's we, what they told me. Dude, we never sold a notch. We never sold any nachos, but also, we would run out of nachos all the time because I ate nachos all day. Also, I didn't really, I'm not, I can't confirm this, but when I remember working there, these projector, projectionists would come in and that was a total, they, they were like, 
kind of hinting like this is a total mob situation with these projectionists. Yeah. Because they get like paid so much and you have to be like some special union or something. Mm-hmm. It was something corrupt about the projectionists. They come in, they kind of like string it up and hit go. Yeah. And but somehow they're like paid a lot or I don't know. It was Did something you, sketchy about the that. The coolest part about the movie theater for you me. You couldn't go to the booth or something. Right. I love working at the movie theater. My favorite job I've ever had for sure because there's so much downtime that you just get to dick around. Right, yeah. And also, we got, they were cool. They they were so nice to us and we put them, under, put them out of business. They were too nice. They gave us too much freedom. Um, but uh, they let us keep the movie posters if we wanted them. The promotion. Oh, that's cool. It was awesome. So I had like fucking Alien versus Predator like on my wall. Like even though I didn't like the movie, I was like, posters cool. That's cool. Yeah. Did you get to keep any of the posters or no? They're locking them I up. I don't rem I, I don't I think I worked there for a few months and I wasn't really a movie buff. Sure. I didn't really yeah. I went to film school, but like I think the movies that <laughs> The movies that were out and weren't anything cool. You yeah. know, there's nothing I wanted. For okay. some, I, I don't remember anything like that. I remember the day. So <laughs> the movie theater, I left. But then I remember the day. It only takes like six months for a complete turnover of a business like that for new staff, you know, where you don't know anyone anymore. Uh-huh. I remember the day because I was free movies just because I knew them and they knew I used to work there. And one day I showed up like with my girlfriend. I was like, yo, hey, I used to work here. And they're like, we don't know that. I was like, what? And then I had to start paying for movies again. I was so steamed. Yeah. It was devastating. Devastating. Well, we had, did you have like the dollar theater or the dollar we, 50 or $3 the theater? The one or that I worked at turned into the dollar theater. That's how they salvaged it. I love those. They're, it's fantastic. But I, I was part of the reason it did. Did we go to one? Is there one around here? Highland Park Theater, maybe? I don't know. I go over to the Vista. It's cheap. It's cheap? Yeah. You go over here to the Los Feliz 3. It's like six fifty. It's awesome. Dude, it's not that a theater dollar, sucks, but. though. It sucks so bad. Like, <laughs> the seats are bad, right? One time I went to go see the movie Jackie over it's there. Impossible. It's impossible. They're so uncomfortable. Dude, I, it gets even worse. I went to go see Jackie uh, with a girl I was seeing, and I was like, two for Jackie. And then they're like, oh, we don't have any seats. And then they gave us two steel folding chairs, and I go, no, just it what? sold out. Just Can I get my money back? It, it's fine. I don't need to see Jackie oh my right God. now. Yeah, they're going to have me They're so desperate. They're like, we got to sell seats, man, sell these tickets. It was so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so um, you're going to school in Columbia. Why do you want to go to film school? Do you always want to get into comedy and stuff like that? Okay, so I didn't uh, – I'm trying to think. Well, like, so did, then, okay, so then after the movie theater, I probably well, no, got the I'm Kinko's talk, job. I'm just talking about like in, in life, you decide to go to film school for a reason. Why? Well, first I went to, first I went to a community college. Okay. So by the way, I, I lived with my parents and had jobs all through college. You okay. know, like that's what our income level was. Mm-hmm. That's why I had all these stupid jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so um, first I went to College of DuPage, which is like you could go there for a couple of years and get your credits, mm-hmm. and then you only need to go like two years. I didn't at- really know what I wanted to do. Yeah, I was into like skateboarding and art, mm-hmm. and so I thought I was going to be like an art student. So I took art classes. Okay. Um, and then I'm trying to think of what the timeline is here. It's around totally fine. whatever, I'll jump around. There was another kink I was going to move to. So okay, so in in uh, junior college or whatever it is, I. I was looking for a job, another job for okay. some reason. Yeah. And I saw on this job board, it was like a video. Okay. To rewind a little bit in high school, I used to make little videos with my friend. They were like funny, silly. Yes. 
whatever all the time and you know what i'm saying yeah i was just ab- like, obsessed with it it's so fun yeah we had yeah. a we had a try to have a public access I, show. I, we, I didn't have a camera my friend's dad had like a super eight camp or not mm-hmm. a super eight like a hi eight or whatever that is like little camcorder yeah that you hold and on i used your to shoulder. make videos in camera editing so we would hit start and stop for the next shot yes like there was no editing system no 100 percent. i did this too and it, this is like i'm so jealous so of kids. i was just like that was like my favorite thing to do it's so fun because you get your hands on it it's amazing i'm jealous of kids now we all everybody has access to cameras like it's, like, back um, the- it's almost like it's so there that you you forget when, when, when there was like an obstacle that made it more fun more like hey desirable yeah also like we you got know, this it's camera harder to do we got the camera for the afternoon we got to get this fucking shit done because yeah. tim's dad can't exactly. know that we have it exactly my friend's dad like let us borrow it and it was like we got it and it was just like be precious with it so fun and we okay. just like the, uh, whatever we just blew shit up and like made stupid videos yeah we made a so, feature length movie in high school called rolling in dubs really? yeah i have it. i made a feature length film around uh 2001 or something <laughs> yeah yeah we we, we, yeah. we had a big screening for it in a barn we charged people five dollars like 300 kids came it was awesome that's amazing it was so fun oh yeah. i see that it was it's really offensive okay, okay. i play a gay guy whose uh-huh. uh, boyfriend leaves him but you know it's, it's progressive it's two rival gangs one of the gangs is gay okay uh and the other gang is not and it's not like <laughs> Any that doesn't have anything to do with it. Basically, my character breaks up with me, and so I switch gangs uh, because I'm mad at him. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's like fun. It's actually pretty funny. Actually, <laughs> you know what? I doubt it's any good. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time. Okay, so uh, junior college or whatever you call it, I'm, I'm on the job board. It was like a video production place. Mm-hmm. It needs like a, a person to duplicate tapes or something. Yeah, and I was like, I like. I like working it. I like making movies and stuff. Maybe maybe that would be something fun. So I go there and um I get hired and like I turns out I'm really good at dubbing tapes and we we had to transfer a lot of like 8 millimeter home videos from like the 60s and 70s. They mm-hmm. would transfer them to video. We did that and I started shooting weddings. Okay. So I would go on the weekends and shoot a wedding. And um one time I went to a I went to shoot a wedding and it was near like a forest preserve. And I got there like too early. So I just like went to the forest preserve and parked in a lot. And I was just sort of chilling out. And this guy was like, there was like another guy I noticed in the car next to me. And he does his, flicks his tongue at me like all sexy. Oh, you, it was like a meetup? It was like a gay meetup. Yeah. Was, forest preserve. Oh, cool. And I was like, this is fucking cool. Should I do it? Yeah. No, I was like terrified. I no, was like, I know. I'm getting out of yeah. here. Oh, no. I put yeah, my I Ford Taurus in reverse and got out. <laughs> Nothing against gay hookups. They need to no. do it somewhere. Forest preserve meetups rule. They got to do it somewhere. It, you I just, just weren't went, in the mood. It was not my, that was not what I was there for. Exactly. If you were there for that, good for you. All right. So you okay, go. So at this place, these two guys, it was a small mom and pop shop, but it was those two, two older guys. You saw this them. is before I smoked pot. And you they saw, were, you they saw were them. sneaking in the bathroom smoking pot. Right. And then you also saw him kill a man. And, and you, these you guys were quiet. like in their 50s. <laughs> Did you just hear about it? What'd you say? I said, you saw him kill a guy. And you're like, this is crazy. I'm just saying Dude, every job you've had, no, somebody's done something terrible. It's weird over here, too. Okay. This shot, this place was owned by a video store that had this like big porn selection. And mm-hmm. um, so once in, once in a while, porn would come in from like silent era porn and i'm so mad that i did not make a dub of myself for myself i used to dub silent film porn from like 16 millimeter Mm -hmm. 
tapes or vi- film, whatever, from like 1910 or something. Wow. It had it would cut to the slate. It was like, come and sit in here, my darling, and this is your audition. It would be like, you know Whoa. what I mean? Black and white. Black and white, silent film, but with dialogue for Dialogue porn. on the slate. And, it, and then she would sit down and start talking, and then it would cut to the slate. And he would, you know, it was like a casting couch one that I remember. And he would say, I'm going to, well, I'll show you. If you want the part, you must take off your panties now yeah. or, or something. And wow. she'd be like, okay, I guess so. And then he'd be like, I remember there was, he goes, I need to put on my lambskin. Oh my gosh. It was like the era of lambskin <laughs> yes. condoms. This is amazing. So I'm watching this shit like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> the mailman come in, came in one time and yeah. he's like, you got to make a copy of this tape I found. Yeah. He goes, this, this, this guy's, he has got his wife shoving all this shit up her pussy. Like the mailman was a psycho. <laughs> Dude, the tape, he had me, he was like laughing about it. He's like, wait till you see this thing. I was like 19 or something. I like barely saw porn at that time. Yeah, it was yeah. like before the internet, like right before the internet came out. Yeah, or something. it was like Playboy, like magazines. It was magazine porn and like my friend's dad's tapes once in a while. Yeah. He got a hold of them. Yeah. But I'm watching this tape. It was like the most depraved, like. <laughs> and the guy's like, isn't this wild? He's like, isn't this hilarious? It's the mailman. Yeah. I'm just surrounded by psychos. My yes. whole. Oh my gosh. So okay. then, like, okay, one of the guys who owned the shop, mm-hmm. those guys were shady, too. They were, like, nice <laughs> enough, but they were, like, shady. Okay. They were asking me if I could get them weed and stuff, and I was like, I don't really do that. And they're like, these kids nowadays are so lame. They don't even smoke pot anymore. She's a weed. I'm like, okay. Um, okay. But, so one of them knocked up an 18-year-old girl, oh, right? No. And this guy's he was, like, in his 50s. Mm. And he's like, well, I'll be leaving the company, and we're going to go move up to... Uh, Minnesota, where it's nice and quiet, and raise my child. Okay. With my, and this girl was like, "What?" She didn't like say anything. She oh, didn't talk. It was man. like this is a weird situation. Yeah. Okay, bye bye. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that happens. So that was creepy. Those guys were weird. Basically, you get into this and you realize maybe I can do film editing. Okay, so I got my hand on some editing decks and I made my own cable access show there. Yes. Just like after hours, I would just. Stay. I was obsessed with now editing. Have, and now uh, and you, have, turns ac- out, you yeah. have access to that's, editing equipment. Yeah, so that's where I learned how to edit. Okay. Because I would have to edit the, the wedding videos together. Mm-hmm. And it was super fun. So I like, edited all the wedding videos. I love editing. I fucking love it. It's yeah, it was so fun. fun. I was like, nowadays I'm kind of burnt. I'm real burnt out on it. But sure. I still, but when it, but I still it's like a project it. that you really like. I still, yeah, I still like it. But, but yeah, when I do it. For months on end, Monday through Friday, nine to five, yeah. on a season of a show, then I'm I I yeah. See, I, I just hate go, myself, and I yeah. Die. See, I get the, I get the lucky part where I somebody does a rough edit, and then I get to come in and just be like, no, no, you know, I'm not yeah. actually editing. I'm just directing the edit, uh, which so, is okay, so, so easy. I made four episodes while I worked at this place. I was like their star employee. I was like their only employee, kind okay. of me and like one other person. Um, so I was like, I just got really good at, I just taught myself how to edit. Then okay. I went to film. Then I went to Columbia. Then I was like, I like video film stuff. Then yes. I went to film school in, at Columbia because okay. I was in junior college during this job. Mm-hmm. Then I went to Columbia. Um, and then do you meet anybody? Cause I know a lot of people went to Columbia. And then I think that place shut down or something. And then I got another, and then the Kinko's jobs happened. I okay. think after that. But I'm saying at Columbia, did you, are you still buds with anybody you met there? Because a lot of people go to that school. Dude, no. 
I had like the worst college experience. Not a single person. <laughs> okay. Well, it might have had to do with I, I commuted to work and I yeah. lived with my parents. Mm-hmm. So they're all like having fun and In living Chicago. at the dorms. Yeah. And I'm like, after class, I'm like, guys, I got to drive home through rush hour traffic now, yeah. guys. I, I got to go home and I'm going to be there in two hours. It sucked. Yeah. I, my friends were deep in the suburbs. Yes. People at school, there were some cool people, but we never really okay. hit it off. And then what brings you out to LA? When do you end up coming out here? Okay. So I worked at a Kinko's. Then I worked at another Kinko's. Right. And that, okay. Then I moved into the city. I worked, I transferred to a, a two different Kinko's. Okay. And I worked the late night shift. Mm-hmm. Um, it was me and one other guy in uh, Wicker Park. Okay. And the other guy, he was doing heroin all night. Jesus. And he was offering me heroin. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I had a, At least he was nice. Yeah, he was like, you got to try it. He was like snorting <laughs> it. Got, he wasn't shooting it up. He was you like, gotta try he was like it. you want some heroin? I'm like, no, I think I'm good. Yeah, you got to so try it. I'm so glad I never ever yeah. tried that shit. But no, of course. It was insane. Um, so so, so what whatever. Happens? And then at the other one, I kind of had a stalker. So then after that... Then I got a job at another you video. Kind of had a stalker. You're like a quiet, quiet little. You're a quiet guy. And I don't want to talk. I, I don't want to. Whatever. Okay, we'll move past this. It sounds like it's not finished. Uh, um, so then um, I moved to. Um, uh, no, I was in this, and I was living in the city. Okay. After college, then I got a job at this. I think I worked. That's when I was working at Kinko's with okay. the heroin guy, mm-hmm. and then I got a job at a video place. That it was like it was like the mom and pop shop one, but like more bigger. It was like right on Lake Michigan, right yeah. on Ohio and Lake and the lakefront. Okay. And we were there were like a commercial house. So I was dubbing TV commercials okay. by the hundreds and stacking them up, mailing them out. And then I got into avid editing to there there. Okay. So more of advanced editing. And then, you know, I would continue to make my little films and I would like I would take the corny little like corporate videos that they had and mm. I would like remix them and re-edit them and turn them into like funny comedy. So that's yeah. how I like learned. That's kind of like how I got my style of like of my make, editing cause style. Cause I would like just re-edit other stuff. Well, didn't, didn't you do the GI Joe stuff? Yeah. That's where we did the GI Joe stuff. Okay. So the G- I worked with Eric Fensler who I got, I think I got him the job there. He was like my buddy. Okay. Listeners, you should, I'll, I'll put a link in the episode description to one of these GI Joe things, because I knew about that way before I knew you and they're, they're really funny. Do you just want to explain like a quick? Sure. Yeah. Well, GI Joe is eighties cartoon, but at the end of the cartoon, they would have these little PSAs. The, uh, you know, Welcome back. sometimes. Welcome back. It, uh, the uh, You don't know that, that we just took a 10 minute intermission, but the batteries ran out and, uh, but you know we got we got the interview. We, we were worried. There was a moment of did we get none of that? But yeah, we, but I, we got I, it. I heard that those don't. If if it Auto stops, safe. then it. But luckily, you, you, we got it up to the GI Joe part. We're at the GI Joe part, okay. which is where I'm gonna just we, skim which, through. I'm gonna I'm gonna skim through the rest. The yeah, re- well, I have eight more jobs to go. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> just kidding. Okay, the GI Joe thing. Which we did we were the GI Joes. Uh, we posted them online on our website before Which, Before there was YouTube and then it crashed our server because well, also, they kind of went viral, I guess. Right. And the thing that you did was you would take a G.I. Joe PSA and then you would overdub it and fuck with like you would make it funny. And right. Stat- we would just have them saying different stuff. Yes. And it was it, I found out about it like pre YouTube, I think. Even. Really? Yeah, because I was so obsessed with comedy in Iowa, and I was just like looking for her everywhere. And yeah, they're hilarious. There'll be a link in the episode description of a thing that we're talking about. Cool. So uh, 
So you so you start to realize this is fun. I like working in comedy. Yeah. So then you know the place I was working at, um, I just felt I don't know if I mentioned I don't know if we got this, but what I'll just sum it up. I was working. I was, I was, I was good at editing. I was doing avid editing, and I felt trapped at that job. Mm-hmm. The 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 boss was had me like psychologically controlled. Yes. His brother. Uh. Was a crackhead. Another, like, Another great guy in your life. They're both bad, more bad people. Really, really, really bad people. <laughs> okay. I hated them. I felt like I felt like I was in some kind of like abusive relationship or something that I was like trapped in. Okay. It's hard to explain. I, I was just You were miserable. I was miserable at work, but I was doing fun G.I. Joe videos after hours. I was living in an art gallery, making short comedy videos that's that around that time i made a feature film that was shot on mini dv mm-hmm. and edited on final cut pro and it was fun it was like I, I and then at that time um i was watching mr show which kind of like well before that i was like i was into comedy stuff mm-hmm. you know uhf was my favorite movie when i was a kid you get to drink from the firehose <laughs> the best the funniest line the ever. funniest shit ever yes um, call me Mr. Butterfingers. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> is it still going? It's still going. Okay. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I was into like I was definitely into comedy. I'm not into stand-up comedy. So mm. in Chicago, I didn't do any stand-up. I didn't go to Second City. I didn't do any of that stuff. Yeah. I thought for some reason I thought stand-up was like corny. No, if it's easy to look down on, and bad stand-up is corny. It just wasn't. I didn't gravitate towards it. Sure. I like n- didn't not like it. I just didn't grab. I was just into like weird movies and editing, and you know what I mean. I was yeah. into that shit. Um, so and then I was also into Mr. Show. I was like, this is what I got to do with my life. I need to figure out how to work on Mr. Show. I, if I could be the guy that mops the floor mm. of Mr. Show, I would. That would be a dream job. Yes. Okay. So. I didn't know anyone in L.A. I wanted to get out of Chicago because I'm surrounded by nightmare people. Yes. Because also in Chicago, I worked for another copy shop. That, I don't know if I mentioned this, but... No, you did It was me and one... I quit Kinko's to work for a mom and pop shop. It was literally mom and pop, but it was only the dad. So it was a pop. And he was a Korean, a drunk Korean guy, <laughs> but he was nice. But yeah. he, he used to get wasted every night, <laughs> drive drunk. The cops would pull him over. He would pay them off. Oh, my gosh. Because the c- police in Chicago are completely corrupt. Yes. He would give them like $500. Mm-hmm. And he would tell me about it. And then he got me hooked on cigarettes because he'd be smoking all day. And <laughs> I'd, I'd be all bad. <laughs> so I was like, bad. I got to get out of Chicago. Okay. Um, um, and then, okay, yeah. So the, the brother of the guy was a crackhead who, where I was working. I was like, I got to get out of here. My friend... Uh, who worked on the G.I. Joe's moved out to L.A. He okay. said, if you move out here, um, you can be my roommate. My roommate left. It was in Koreatown. It was on this street, on Berenda, where we are. Oh, yeah. But down a few miles. Okay. Anyway, uh, so I moved out here, worked for Play... He got me a job at Playboy.com. Which is insane. Yeah. Um, that wasn't as crazy as far as the... The you know the but I'm saying you worked owner. for Playboy.com. Yeah, my first job was Playboy.com. Yes. So I would I would take softcore porn and edit it down into shorter web size clips. Okay. So we would make them. We would take their movies and make them for the web. It was brainless. Yeah. Edit uh, editing. Also, work. First, but it kind of paid kind of well. Yeah. Also, like I remember in in high school, my uh, when we were like seniors, my friend Brian had a little brother named Luke, and uh, we were sitting at the table eating dinner. 
and Brian's mom goes, Brian, um, I looked at, the, I was on the computer and, uh, you, you did you go to playboy.com and Brian is 18 he goes no mom I know how to look up real porn and fucking get rid of the history Luke's on playboy.com because the little 8th grade he's like no I wasn't he just like tries to like flip the table and sprint it out of the room we're like okay Luke was definitely, he was on, Playboy. definitely on playboy.com probably looking at your work could have been looking at my work yeah, yeah. not even my work no, I, was, I know I know brainless. I know but then I yeah, after I worked there for about a year okay. but near the end they gave me some more editing stuff where I was like, actually, I edited a porn. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. I got the raw footage. Okay, fine. And it was grim. It was like rock. <laughs> it was like rock bottom. I moved to LA. I had one friend. The only <laughs> thing we did grim. was drink. Okay. Um, and I had, I, and you know, you it was just misery. It was like a, the darkest year of my life. In Chicago, yeah. I was the man. You know, I had mm -hmm. an art gallery. Yes. I had tons of friends. Doing fun stuff, fun shows, interesting, crazy, now you're, fun place now to live. Now you're in deep Koreatown. Then I editing moved, and porn. I have one friend in Koreatown. There's nowhere to park. Nowhere. I'm like, I'm like marooned mm -hmm. in a city. Okay. So finally, after about a year of Playboy.com, you know, I'm thinking to myself every day going in there. This is not what I moved out here for. Yes. This is not what I want to do. Mm -hmm. The boss goes. You guys, our department might be kind of dissolving. So if you, if any other jobs come along, just take it. I was like, this is, this is what I needed to hear. Yeah. Um, because at that time, I didn't, I didn't realize you could just make things happen for yourself. Yeah. I was trapped <laughs> I was in like, whatever. Literally, it's a possibility. I didn't realize you can alter your reality, but not, not, that I know, I don't know you. the things I knew now. That guy didn't help you at all. He just said you might want to look for other jobs. And so you're like, I, I want. So I've been wanting to. Yeah. So here's what happened. I went on Craigslist like immediately, and I just typed in like comedy show in the want ads. Yeah. And I said comedy show needs an intern, and that's all it said. Okay. And then I submitted my resume to that email address and this girl called me back like the next day and she's like, I saw you went, I saw that you went to Columbia college. I'm from Chicago too. That's the only reason she called me back. Okay. And I was like, Oh cool. She's like, well, we need an intern, um, for this like cartoon. And have you ever heard of Bob Odenkirk? And I was like, I couldn't fucking believe it. Yes. Cause like, that's what I wanted. Yeah, I wanted like, to I move. I wanted to do floor. Mr. Show. Yes. Like, and I was thinking, yes, I've heard of him. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be professional. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, of course. I love Bob Odenkirk, you know, like it's whatever. She's like, well, come on in for an interview. And I had a DVD of my, like shorts all my and stuff. shorts. Mm -hmm. And I had my friend make it for me. And it was like slick. Like he, like yeah. you put it in, it auto plays this song I made. This animation comes up and Eric put it in and he was like, he didn't even watch any of the shorts. Eric short. Wareheim? Yeah. From oh, so Tim it was Tim and Eric. Okay. I didn't know who they were. Right. No, they hadn't had, they weren't. This is before Tom Goes to the Mayor, like, aired, I think. Okay. Yeah. It was like right before. So you go in right, to meet with Tim and Eric. They wanted me to come in as an intern, but not to, like, get coffee. They wanted someone to, like, come in and, like, film behind the scenes stuff. Okay. So Eric and I hit it off. Tim was a little standoffish <laughs> at first. Sure. He's the best, but like he's so fucking cool. No, yeah, he, he just like he just needs to get to know you for a second. Yes, but um, but he's great. Yeah, both so, those guys are great. So they pop in this this flashy DVD. The flashy DVD got me the gig, and I didn't even do the animation on the DVD. <laughs> My friend like did it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. All he did was watch the intro animation that I didn't even make. Yes, you know. Yeah, but he was like, "Yeah, you got the job." 
just you know videotape us making the, this cartoon and um, edit it. So yeah, so I I videotape behind the scenes stuff. I did a lot of that, but yeah. then there was like one editor and like one. There was like Jonathan Kreisel and uh, Chris. Jonathan Kreisel is the coolest. I have never met him, but he everything he makes looks awesome. Yeah, so Portland, they, they were under, basically Portland. they were kind of understaffed. Okay, so there's tons of Photoshop work to be done because mm. they take a million photos for that show. It's all like Photoshop. Yeah. Um. Uh, so anyway, I was like, I could just, I could help you guys. Yeah. I see you need help, so I started just doing Photoshop, and then and I just... was like way over skilled. Like I had years of editing experience. Mm. And Photoshop experience, so I was like immediately just helped them out from making like, that video that attacked the Vietnam vet and his speaking <laughs> pattern. Oh my for, god! For I did not make that. That was not a video. I know. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> oh, doing right. a bit. Okay. Uh, so, oh, so then you just get in with those guys. And I just, just start fucking... working. I just, and then they hired me a few uh, months later. And then I started editing the video stuff on that show, That's which awesome. was like the married news team. They mm-hmm. did some green screen stuff. This is all great. And then you, then it just fucking snowballed into that. That's the dopest thing yeah. ever. But so you, what, the cool thing is that behind the scenes stuff I made. Yeah. Um, th- we had the premiere of Tom goes to the mayor and they showed that I made like a little episode of like behind the scenes. Yes. And they, air- they aired it or like we showed it at the, at the, sc- at the screen premiere. Yeah. And the Adult Swim people like loved it, so they aired that. So that aired on TV oh, as an awesome. episode, and you can watch it. It's called um, "A Look Behind," I think. Okay, I'll put a, I'll put an episode. That I'll might put a, be on YouTube somewhere. I'll put a but link. That was like the first thing I did. Will you forward it to me? And I'll put a link in this episode description so people can see it. I'd love to. Okay, GI Joe, a link to this, and, and a then link the rest to your, is history. Then after that, I just uh, yeah, I don't be- care about any success, man. This yeah. is all the jobs you had beforehand, which you went through some shit, and it worked out. Because you responded to I think, comedy I think, intern needed. I think it made me be better and more grateful yeah. for like jobs in the for having so many shitty ones. Uh, yeah, dude. So many you got like this, nightmare jobs. Yeah. And now you that got once, like, even an internship with it wasn't paid. Like mm-hmm. I was so grateful to have that that I like nailed it. That's so funny. I I heard this thing and you can uh I heard that when Tim and Eric sent out their first like videos or whatever they they sent out like their video and then but they wanted money they mailed it to bob odenkirk and they invoiced him and they invoiced <laughs> yeah. him for yes they yeah. mailed bob odenkirk their vhs tape uh-huh. and then they put an invoice for how much he owes them uh, yeah. for the mailing they sent it on you know whatever you call that yeah um, i don't know he it's, did not ask for a tape <laughs> no no i thought that was so funny yeah it's but that worked because he worked. was like these guys this is funny you exactly know? all right doug uh dj doug pound doug Lassen thanks Hub. brooks i have um a lot of memories going through my head now now nope. i'm gonna um yeah now they're you're all gonna, coming back now you're gonna cry while you ride your bike <laughs> I'm home gonna cry yeah uh well thanks for doing it doug i never know how to close out the episode so i'm gonna kick it to you well everyone have a great uh weekend Wait, wait, this comes out on Monday? Mm-hmm. I hope you all have a great week. And uh, you know what? Even if you have a shitty job, do it well. That's not true. I don't like that <laughs> ending. Do a different ending. What do you mean that's not true? If you have a shitty job, do it. Enjoy it. <laughs>